Thanks to Isuzu Utes, and you can live your own way in the Isuzu D-Max. Here are my thoughts on four possibilities, two for the Eagles and two for the Dockers, possible moves that Adam Simpson or Justin Longmuir might make between now and 24. These are suggestions to four-wheel drive you to work today. One for Justin Longmuir and Fremantle. Michael Frederick to the half back line. We've been at Freo all year about slow and stagnant ball movement from deep in defence. They're a bit timid with the ball when they get caught deep. They hem themselves into one side of the ground too often. Ethan Hughes is as honest as the day is long, but he's not offering much in the way of attacking rebound. And for most Freo supporters, he will finish the season the way they would have viewed him at the start of the year. An honest depth player who probably isn't going to be in the best 22 if the team is in contention. What might Frederick be as a rebounding defender? In case you haven't noticed, he's a very good kick, and I'm sure that all of you have noticed that he's seriously quick. So the sort of player I'm thinking of here is Daniel Rioli at Richmond or Nick Dacos at Collingwood, a bloke who can take the game on and be involved in chains of possession several times, a bloke who won't be caught from behind so he can focus on what is in front of him. Point two for Adam Simpson and the Eagles. Jack Darling to defence. He's 31. Eagles fans are split on whether he has any applicable use going forward in attack, despite the fact that he kicked his 500th AFL goal yesterday against Richmond and has been an exceptional forward over his time. Darling has lost a bit of his mojo in attack this season. He has 16 goals from his 14 games for the year. He kicked 34 last year. He struggles to outmark defenders and he lacks a few tricks at ground level to turn a half chance into something more. For years, the Eagles could just dial up 40 goals from Darling and more from Josh Kennedy and that would go a long way to making them a team that won more than they lost. That's no longer the case. Darling is contracted for next year. He will have limited trade value as he exists, but let's find out what he might offer at the other end. The Eagles have never even tried to find out. It might be nothing, but what does Adam Simpson have to lose? Point three for Longmuir and Fremantle. Put one of Hayden Young or Heath Chapman in the midfield. It's probably Young because of Chapman's interrupted season, but let's change something in there. For all of the praise bestowed on Adam on Andrew, Andy Brayshaw and Caleb Sarong this year for their stoic efforts around the middle, Fremantle's engine room has been smacked for much of the year, and that is one of the reasons for their underwhelming 7-10 season. They have smaller bodies in there. They lack a ball user who can shred opposition defences like David Mundy could. They lack one player who can come out the front end of the stoppage with real power and pick off a leading forward to make scoring easier. Are they making the most of Young's counter-attacking ability with him playing at half-back? Their record says they aren't. He is good in the contest, brilliant by foot, and recruiters who saw Chapman play midfield a couple of times as a junior say he was as good there as he was as a defender at West Perth. Frio needs another big body in their midfield. Matt Johnson and Neil Erasmus are getting there, and they were both solid enough in the weekend's loss to Collingwood, but they are still very young. And anything that Fremantle gets from Nathan Fife now has to be viewed as a bonus. He hasn't been fit for two seasons now. He's getting older all of the time. Who are their big-bodied potential mids who sit somewhere in the middle of their kids 
like Erasmus and Johnson and their veteran, Nathan Fife. I don't see anyone more suitable than Young and Chapman. And four, finally, for Simpson and West Coast. Liam Duggan to play permanently in the midfield from now until the end of the season. With Jeremy McGovern and Tom Cole back to bolster and steady the defence, with Alex Witherden improving over the last couple of weeks, the need to have Duggan back there is diluted. He has a big body, he is team-oriented, and he is hard. When Duggan hits the contest, opposition players know they have been hit. I know he's gone in there for periods at times, but put him in there permanently and see what happens. Luke Shuey's injury track record and his ability to come up after a big effort suggest that even if he plays on next year, he won't be able to play every game. Elliot Yo's track record in the past four seasons, his battle with osteitis pubis and soft tissue problems, suggests that if he does play, and if he does play every game, he's going to have to be sort of eased off and played across half back a little bit as opposed to playing in the engine room permanently. I'll confess, I'm a Duggan fan. I think the Eagles should be looking strongly at him as their next captain. And the best place for any captain to be is in the middle.